0: hello
1: there he is big tj what's really gucci <sighs>
0: um damn just setting up the podcast equipment getting ready to pod <clears throat> didn't have time to shower after a workout and it's tough
1: <laughs> i love that i actually i was outside had a few work calls it's actually sunny i got a little i got a little tan i think
0: sunday work call huh
1: Baby, we don't stop on this side. I don't know about you.
0: And you got a little sun in snowy Montreal. Wow, what's up with that?
1: Well, it's it's uh, May now, so hopefully God intervenes and gives me some much-needed vitamin D.
0: Mm
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: I do. Well, I'm glad that we're finally the nature is finally healing over there in Canada.
1: I know it took some time. You know, Um, maybe the nature didn't need as much healing here.
0: (sighs) Fuck chew on that for really? a minute cowboy
1: exactly really makes you think dumbass we um, we
0: were we were talking on <sighs> on twitter about save it saving it for the pod what were what was your <sighs> was your tweet your quote that you had
1: oh no people were just there there's a picture of people in a park mm-hmm. and
0: tattletale the one, the one twitter, in west village
1: yeah but apparently it's not though i don't know it's christopher street but people were just going nuts tattletale twitter was having a fucking heyday
0: <sighs> Tattletale Twitter is
1: well. Look, people are doing the wrong thing, but tagging the governor and the NYPD on the internet is not going to make a difference. I, I'm pretty sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're going to be I, like, "Whoa, we had a park there. Damn, thanks for letting us know." It,
1: it, yeah, um, I don't think blowing up at Governor Cuomo is really going to make a big difference. You fucking nerds. You know,
0: these people—they got—they don't know what else to do. But is but aren't? I, I read that people are getting. Money for snitching, though, like, yeah, like probably they're getting. Or maybe it's only in California, but I read that they're getting rewards if you if you snitch. Let me
1: let me, you know, I've thought about back it to a, to a phrase that I love, and that's say, if you see something, say something else, you know what I'm saying? Because we ain't, <laughs> we ain't Chris Black, done to death projects, we ain't no snitches. We don't fuck with twelve. We don't fuck with the feds.
0: Even, I don't give a fuck. Even if, even uh, for an enemy, would you ever, would you ever snitch on an no. enemy? Even no, that? we don't.
1: No, we don't call. We don't involve the police unless unless there's a murder or something. I like. I, I would never involve. Especially if there's a
0: murder, I don't involve I'll the call, police. I'll call three one one and
1: do a noise complaint. No cap. But I will not call nine one one and report a crime if they're because there ain't there ain't what was i mean come on man we can't we we are we are fuck 12 on this side i know you are too tj uh
0: i am fuck 12 even though i mean we just we no, were no, raised
1: sure. right we were raised right
0: yeah i mean i was raised as a young orange county teen to be pretty cool with the police because they're pretty cool with me uh a white I'd, a white person
1: no i mean yeah, like, good point
0: I mean, I was always, I was always F twelve, but I was I was always like better to just you know kiss their ass and then get it over with and move on without going to jail than than to well no you know.
1: no I agree with that, but but I'm saying like I'm not gonna involve I'm not gonna be a snitch or involve the police. If I get pulled over, no. I'm not gonna be like fuck twelve and skirt off in my Porsche. I'm gonna fucking be like, oh officer, what do you mean I was going too fast? It couldn't have been me. <laughs>
0: What if what if your what if you felt your life was in danger? Mm, mm-hmm, maybe I mean what
1: I what I understand is if you're not from the streets, you don't have to abide by the street code. So, <laughs> in theory, in, in theory, if, if if you know somebody tries to cut me or something, you know uh, from maybe. from
0: my gatherings, if one does not abide yeah, exactly by the, uh, the code of the streets.
1: well, that's what they say, right? You know, but yeah, that's true. That's true. I just think all this snitching is crazy because the reality is, and, and this is for better or worse, and in this case worse, people are going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. That's just that's the world we live in. They are so, and the, and the he, only
0: he, their only weapon is is shaming.
1: At yeah, this point. and I think it, public I think shaming. and the public shaming is some cloud chasing going on. Like, there's people want the likes, they want the virality mm-hmm. of a, and, of but a tweet. But who,
0: who is the joke on? Is your life that? uneventful that the the biggest thing that you're doing today is tweeting a pic of people in a park and because you're frustrated about the fact that you are not allowed to do that either
1: the, exactly the argument is not are they doing something wrong the argument is what good is it clogging the feed with unimportant information mm-hmm. that that is the and and unimportant information is fine if it's funny let me make a caveat there. <laughs> if, <laughs> if yeah. it's not funny we don't if, it, if it's politicized we don't want it that's boring but I just find it all to be a little bit unnecessary. And I saw somebody else, this, this, this person I follow on Twitter, who's like a fashion writer, like narking on a local bar directly. And like, <laughs> it's just like, what do you think? I mean, I understand they're doing something wrong. But what do you think? Tweet, tweeting about it makes you feel better. It doesn't actually fix anything. That's the issue. Yeah. No problem has ever been solved on Twitter. I can say that for 100% fact.
0: <laughs> you would know more than anyone.
1: I've created more problems for myself than solve problems for sure.
0: One one billion percent, and that's okay.
1: Yeah, people have been coming at my neck a little bit lately because all these 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 idle hands, you know.
0: So, you, are you really feeling that?
1: A hundred percent, yeah, yeah. But there's way more reply guys and like w- word searchers than there ever has been before.
0: I mean, do you think? I mean, I think they they always they always come for you because you always have a strong opinion. So they feel as if you are able to sp- speak openly and freely about these opinions of yours that they are allowed to do the same back to you. Which they are. Which which they are. But I guess I sort of forgot my point. But
1: <clears throat> well, the point is, if you got twelve followers and you are coming for me, you ain't really. It ain't. What what's what good is that going to do me?
0: Well, I. But, sorry, my point was, do you think? they are coming at you with their with their opinions and hot takes back to you because yours have been also getting hotter because of the quarantine like have, have yeah, your have yes. your takes been become spicier subconsciously or not um, good point jason mm. i think they
1: probably have well i think there's just more issue the issues that are most prevalent are spicy by nature there's, so therefore mm-hmm. any take on them is spicy too
0: Right, right, right. There are, there is more, there are more beans to roast as it were.
1: 100%. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, some guy, some guy last week came at me about some shit and I responded to him making fun of his screen name and I checked later and he fucking had screenshot that and made it his Twitter profile picture. And I was like, oh, that's what these, these motherfuckers are really coming for clout.
0: Well, I think yeah, they're baiting you for a response, yeah. and then they can say Chris Black replied to me November fourteenth, two thousand twenty. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Justin Bieber retweeted me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that is a sign of, of growth and success as a as a Twitter influencer personality. If people are doing uh, that, then I, you have made I
1: agree. it. I agree, but it also makes me feel stupid because I should be above it, like a true celebrity, and not respond to anyone that doesn't have a blue check. So I'm trying to, mm, you
0: know, no. But to I mean, get- I, people. I think that's how you sort of get ahead. Is you know, you don't you don't reply to everyone, but something catches you have- your eye, and you you have to remind the public that nobody is above above getting a, a stern talking to. You know, or yeah, or just the- or a. A happy reply. If you said something yeah, the, the, cool and funny, I'll, I'll I'll let you know. Same,
1: yeah. It's the Chrissy Teigen school of Twitter. That's where I. That's I was I, I was
0: just going to use her as an example.
1: She, I as much as I loathe her, she's really good at the occasional flame on a nobody.
0: Yeah, and people people need to be checked, and people love to see it. And and if you get flamed by a celeb, then you're like, damn, that was kind of sick. Like I've yeah, the only celeb I, I, I've been flamed by is Michael Rappaport, and. <laughs> he's
1: he's only a celebrity in new york
0: and he's not a. <laughs> but it wasn't really uh, a flame it was more of like hey freaking say that to my face jack and i'll come smack you or it was like something like that you know
1: he i used to really like his podcast and then something happened where he just became completely insufferable to me like i hate him now
0: i don't know what it is but i also i share a deep dis displeasure of of michael rapaport
1: when he was like a when he was like a f- relatively funny like New York character that was like in everything as like a bit part, mm-hmm. that's like a cu- cool life to have. And then he honestly overexposed himself, but he probably had to to make money. You know what I mean? To keep it going, it's probably like a great. I mean, his podcast is big. I bet mean, he makes money. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, see? good for him that he's able to make some some yeah some coins for sure. And he's on Netflix. Is atypical the show about autism he plays a dad i mean i think
1: he'll all, i think he'll work forever you know what i mean as an actor just because he's been doing it long enough
0: i fucking um, hope not
1: well you know you can't win them all tj curse your name of, speaking of people who i don't want to work um <laughs> our guest today no i'm kidding our guest today uh Lawrence schlossman aka sartorially inclined uh the co-founder and and co-host of the Throwing Fits podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, formerly known as Failing Upwards. Um, They uh, have a very popular show with young white males that use Reddit. And um, they also have, but they have pretty good guests and they have a Patreon that is booming, which I like to talk about because it's actually interesting how well it works um, when you find a, a, a hyper niche to lock into, you know.
0: It is, it is. Yeah. No longer do you need uh ten thousand fans. You know you just need uh, you know, maybe a thousand very, very dedicated fans and
1: Yeah, who can dedicated fans who can take a week off of buying Bape and Supreme and you know give you that money. It's fire, you know.
0: Uh
1: <laughs> but let me let me bang Larry's line. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> All right. Do you play games?
2: You seem like the type a gamer?
1: person. You seem like a gamer.
2: So, I'll admit, like, I want to be a gamer, but I'm not good at video games. But because I work at a startup, you know, there was some gaming culture. So, we, we all played this game called Counter-Strike. Are you guys are familiar? Uh,
0: no? Yes? yes, I am. Either way. Wait, when when like a, was this? This was, Counter-Strike's a little, little vintage.
2: Well, right. So, I played it growing up uh, a little bit. Not good, again, at any video games. Specifically, not like... What, what is the first person shooter? Like I don't do call of duty or whatever. So I sucked ass and then they were playing at work. So I was like, Oh yeah, I want to like participate and like bro down with the homies. team, build, so I started team playing build again. Yes, exactly. So now it's just on my computer. And when I get really, really high, I just, I just game. I tapped into the matrix. So that's it.
1: Are you, you, you chief and hella hard during this quarantine? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: I've Light. been, um, I believe, the term is self medicating. I've been getting really faded, guys. I'm going to be honest. So,
0: what is your what is your method of ingestion?
2: So, listen, and Chris Black is going to moan and groan for the first of one thousand times, but, but I vape <laughs> because because here's the deal, Jason. The ritual is not important to me. I don't care. That's because you're not a lose. real
1: drug addict, losers. You. Uh, that's what I'm saying, bro, Chris.
2: <laughs> as a real drug. Yeah, like, all I care about is what's on the other side. you effect, bro, I don't care how I get there. I want that feeling. I'm chasing that dragon, dude. I got to you know? say,
0: Larry, you sound like Alex Jones right now when you're talking about <laughs> it in the core, and I love it. <laughs>
2: me well, too. You have AJ listen,
0: energy, no Sopranos.
2: I, li- listen, bro, as the Alex Jones of menswear, just mainly Prince, <laughs> <around friends, laughs> a, <laughs> a, bozo, a bozo type figure. I, this is, Listen, man, this is music to my ears. That's why you booked me. Cause you know you're gonna
0: get it uh, that's all <laughs> well uh, I mean, wait wait I'm, really quick is there do <laughs> you have are you are you on your wi-fi lawrence
2: i am on my wi-fi does it sound bad
0: no it, it's 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 going a little it was getting a little kind of choppy in and out where your voice would would speed up and and slow down a hmm. little bit which is a little, little wacky i'm sure you're not doing anything yeah. wrong over there and hopefully it'll just go away so
2: yeah, I don't want to do my. I listen. I don't need to do myself any favors in like the speeding up and sounding wacky category. So <laughs> let me know. Let, let me know if it's getting unlistenable because I respect the sanctity of the work that we do as professional podcasters. But you know, I, can't, I don't know. I'm in my bedroom, aka my home office, uh, is probably a better way to.
0: Okay, well, thank so you for that.
2: that but, so, yeah. you're,
1: so you're vaping like crazy. Like, are we talking all day vapage? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So you're just gone off off the cloud all day. The plot was sufficiently lost years ago.
2: You know, I don't even know at the point. It's a cycle of self-medication and self-destruction. And it's, it's what works for me, right? You just got to find out what works for you. Are
1: you yeah. having spicy margs like after sundown or like a natty wine? No, but that's so... But that's
2: so funny. No, my, well, my wife is actually making, she's infusing tequila right now for Spice margs. That's really embarrassing that you said that because that's literally what's happening. Um, and then also, obviously, like we could do the whole Natty Wine thing. I'm not a Natty Wine nerd. I, I like getting fucked up in a variety of different ways off $20 <laughs> bottles of juice. You know, I like that. I don't know anything, I don't know anything about them, but it's, it's you know, it's, it's a lot of different things. But the Natty Wine has been, a, you know, a newfound splurge.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you ex- are you exercising at all? Hair. I know the answer no, is no. No, but... no,
2: no, no, absolutely not. And you haven't wonder, gotten a haircut either? No. Well, so the hair thing, so I wanted to talk to you guys about grooming because I wanted to get your opinion on something that's unrelated to, to my hair because here's the deal, right? I'm balding and I'm going to use this time, I'm using this time rather as a way to just let it grow to a length it's never been and see if I can hit mid-range Nicholson. And if I can, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that.
0: and if
2: i can't and if i can't then i might abandon ship so um, this is the this is the final showdown for me does abandon
0: ship mean like suicide or what is that
2: (sighs) well i mean i think it would depend on what else is going on in my life at the time but probably (laughs) probably a buzz i probably so when
0: you say mid-range nicholson that's like hair is looking good until you get on a boat or in like a wet or a windy situation and then you can kind of see the comb over going on and then it's kind of a a wash
2: yeah that's tough for me because everything i do is either wet or windy
0: you're you're a you're (laughs) you're a nautical cat you're you're a nautical cat
2: i'm an aquatic creature by nature no um (laughs) when i say mid-range nicholson i mean like i meant like yeah you know when he's in his forties and this is embarrassing because I'm actually only thirty three. So mm-hmm. you know, take this is this whole this whole thing is depressing. So uh if anyone wants to tune out now feel better about themselves, I understand. But um yeah, I just remember let it grow like long, but it's definitely received sure. like crazy. Like that's just the that's just the truth of the situation. I can be real with
0: myself there. Well, the, the menswear um, yeah. game will, will age you quickly
2: yeah oh here's what i wanted to ask you guys yo what do you think about me dyeing my beard is that crazy
1: <laughs> lawrence what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about what 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 blonde like bleaching it
2: no no So you I, listen i don't know how closely you paid attention to my facial hair either guys when you've ever seen me in person but it's very it, there's a lot of different colors it's weird there's some. i know
0: like, what you mean right yeah, so, that
1: happens to all of us i think you think so?
0: not all of us I mean, I not mine's Jason. particularly
1: bad. Oh, okay.
0: No, yeah. it, it happens to me, but I mean, like... I'm
2: self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a bit self-conscious about it, so I'm like, yo, maybe I'll take this time to just, just ferment the whole thing, like a shade uniformly that matches my hair. So for me, some type of, like, darker blonde. But I know I'm going to look crazy. I'm going to look totally different. And if I can do, like, Zoom podcasting and shit, I don't want to look like a psycho, but I wanna try it well, out. once
0: once you once you do it, you kinda are stuck for the rest of your life doing a just for men once a month. You're gonna, My, you're gonna have to subscribe on Amazon.
2: My buddy did it in high school. My buddy Garrett <laughs> did it in high school and we made fun of him we made fun of him forever. And
0: yeah. we still do. I mean he did
2: it so that he could uh, buy us booze underage because he looked he was the t- the tallest and he had the most full beard at, you know, soft by sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I don't wanna you know, I want to use I want to use that example as what I don't want to be, right? I want to be a clown, but I maybe I have no choice. I don't know. I'll keep well, you posted.
1: You, you definitely don't have a choice with being a clown, but I think the, the the I wouldn't do that. I I, I think also <laughs> I, think, I think I think men for you know, luckily and and of course unfairly, it's age aging is rewarded a little bit more with our sex, so. Like having a, a salt and pepper beard or or a, f- a discoloration, even a little receding hairline is kind of okay. I don't think I, we're not we're not running the same ra- race as women.
0: Like a yeah, fine I like mean, a fine orange wine, we will get better with age.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna take advantage of a double standard as much as the next cis straight male white guy for sure. Don't get me wrong, Chris, but like I just don't want to have all these things kind of happening to me at once. So like I probably should offset. Maybe I should start doing some exercising. You know, kind of pull the Chris Black root. You know, the that fact that you,
1: the fact that you don't exercise is insane to me. Why I, I don't? Because you have you're so lit all the time. You yeah. need to get the steam off, bro. That's
2: why I podcast, baby.
0: That's why I'm here <laughs> with
1: you guys. You but know, th- it's not. Unfortunately, it, it is a release. It's not the same release. TJ it's can not. Attest. Well, TJ Larry,
0: can Larry is is podcasting like truly meditative for you. Like, is it? Do you get something <sighs> well, out of it like that, or are you or are you just joking?
2: Yeah, well, I don't know about the med- – like, listen, like, I don't know how you two hipster chads, you know, view podcasting, right? But, but, for, but for for me, it's not meditative at all. For me, it's just another opportunity to indulge in all of my worst impulses. It's completely self masturbatory in the worst sense. So I really need to find something to offset it because podcasting, I guess, now that I really think about it with you guys in this therapy session – I appreciate that, by the way
0: mm-hmm.
1: –
2: um, yeah, maybe yeah maybe I need to add some exercise some push-ups have, I don't know calisthenics, maybe I don't know
1: I mean if you don't use this time to better yourself then what are you really doing you know I don't I don't think smoking grass dyeing your beard and gaining weight is really, is really the way we should <laughs> tackle this bro Yo,
2: well yeah when you say it that way it sounds bad but you know if I if I if I lie to myself consistently you know and at a high enough level, that this is some type of me freeing my mind situation. I can live with that. You that's know? fine. I can sleep at night. I know?
1: mean, this podcast, and, and this is part of the reason we had you on, is because it was getting a little too highbrow. Um, <laughs> and I think we had, we had so many blockbuster guests from the literary world, theater, sure, uh, sure. Hollywood. Yeah. I think we need to bring it. I wanted to bring it back down to just kind of like three guys chatting about life, you know, because that, that, that's where this podcast, you yeah. know, can go. Yeah, I
2: appreciate that, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm very much a big proponent of bantering with the boys. Listen, if that happens to be you two fucking wave riders, then so be it. Either way, <laughs> you know, like, let me say this, right? Everyone <clears throat> needs to know. I have been collecting Infinity Stones from both of y'all's podcasts since forever, right? Um, I The first time I did a pod was with Jason. You know, I did fucking call That was a long time we ago. We were in Chris Black's apartment before he got divorced. I don't know where he was at the time. <laughs> I don't know where he was. He probably was
0: Damn, I remember that things
2: that led to his divorce, but it was just me and Jason. Yeah, it was great and I had an awesome time. Then, of course, I was nice enough to grace both Chris and James Ellis's, you know, you know, podcast with my presence. You know, thank you, public announcement, for what you did, you know, for the culture. You know, extremely well-produced podcast, right? It sounded great. Content was whatever, but it sounded really good. And and for <laughs> this is now this is now this is now the fucking this is my back to back to back championship with you guys. And I'm just happy I'm just happy to be on the team, right? That's all I gotta say. Well, Thank I mean
1: I, I also, you know, I think that the internet thought there might be some beef. You know what no. I mean? I, I wanted to squash that because you know, sure. they don't they don't understand how this shit works. This is scripted television. This is of this course, prof- right? This is professional wrestling, baby. Yeah. Like I you know, we know who's going to win and it's obviously how long gone <laughs> the, the vibe. But we, you know, I, I do feel bad that we weren't able to accommodate both you and James because that would just be too many dudes on, the, on one podcast. Sure. And I know? wanted
2: to publicly thank you guys for picking me. That, you know, listen, <laughs> I, went to J- I went to James and I gave him the first refusal because at the end of the day, I'm a thoughtful, sensitive work husband. And that's what you do, right? When you give a shit about the people that you decide to let in. That sounds you know?
0: healthy as hell. Exactly, it does. dude. It That's, does.
2: and again, that is why we are the only podcast that matters, trademark. Um, okay. So <laughs> So I went to him and yo, listen, it's not an ideal situation. I always want to go, you know, toe toe with both of you guys with both of us. That to me seems like what is a fair fight. But I can I'll take mental, you know, for my people to perhaps you guys in some fucking verbal arena. Well, I would or whatever that, this is. I would say
1: that you're better verbally, and James is definitely more of a Twitter fingers type.
2: Ooh, interesting. I view him as very cerebral, right? That's how I see our partnership is really the kind of, you know, classic commentary uh, or play-by-play and guy, right? That's kind of like how I see it. I don't know if you guys, what's your division of labor if you had to break
0: it down? Mm, yeah, I mean, I, he's he's on the front lines and I'm more of a sniper in the back. <laughs> Similar situation to you guys, perhaps. <laughs>
2: yeah. Which is, here's the thing for people thinking that uh, Throwing Fits and When's This Gone are two separate podcasts, (laughs) let me just say something. (laughs) I used used the sports analogy and these motherfuckers used the military analogy. So this is mansplaining 101.
0: Yeah, we. uh, we,
2: H2O Lean, same thing, baby.
0: We went from Barstool to InfoWars and back, and, and you didn't even notice it. Less than
2: yeah, fifteen and,
1: minutes, yeah. really. I mean, that's exactly. pretty impressive, to be honest.
2: Listen, man. But listen, man. The frogs are gay, and nobody is talking about it. And I just need to. I just want to mention
1: one time. Glad, <laughs> glad you got that out. Thanks, the, have you got? Have you found uh, remote recording to be difficult for your? Because for, you guys I do a lot, a, a lot of shows and a lot. You got do a lot of shit. I feel like it's extra complicated. Yeah, I don't. I don't know
2: how you guys feel. I kind of hate it, man. Like we're not technically proficient. I mean, luckily we have amazing kids that help out with the show. Obviously, in this case, shout out Chef Sham who like figures it out for us. Like if we didn't have, you know, that or like. I was one of these idiots out on the street starting from scratch, you know, during quarantine to make a podcast with my buddy that maybe happened to live across the country. Like, I don't even know how I would potentially, you know, get through it, but you know, I'm lucky enough to have it a good easy. system around
1: me. No, it, it I, really I don't is. like it.
2: What do you guys think? I always prefer in person, obviously like,
1: come on, no brainer. I mean, I think that for us at least it's been, I think the get the level of guests we're able to get this way is much easier because sure. I, for that reason and also just scheduling in general people are fucking available and they can't deny it um yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I used to be a 100 percent anti over the phone pod have to be in the room have to read the body language see the expressions know when it's whose turn is to talk all that stuff but i've really grown accustomed to the remote recording everyone why have you got why are we doing facetime audio
2: and not zoom like what are you guys anti zoom or house party or whatever because
0: that's what uh-huh. we've been using so you I'm, an, I'm,
1: I'm anti Zoom. I don't. I don't need to see anybody. I feel like it's more relaxing for everyone and everybody. It's can. an audio.
0: We do audio only podcasts. We don't do any like YouTube. Oh, stuff. for sure.
2: I mean, listen. If you got to erected a paywall, you would be thinking about the angles, you know, and all the fucking. That's right. You know, That's intricate, right. intricate details, and you know all the nuanced things that come with what I do, which is more of an art versus what you guys do, but that's a different conversation. What, I, what I'm what i curious about is, let's talk about booking, right? Because you guys have booked amazing people, and I want some best practices, right? I'm coming to you guys. I'm bending the knee. I want to ask this question. Well, right? then
1: you need to be, you. don't be yourself. That's the number one piece of advice
2: no, I would give that's
0: you. Not so what I means, guess you Chris. just have to get a little cooler. I don't know. Oh, uh, okay.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Very cool. Uh, yeah, just take <laughs> a man while he's down. No, no, no. Here's my question, right? We always assume that because recording over Zoom, or over audio like or audio only over FaceTime like we're doing right now. You know, this is not the most organic. And we always thought that to get the best content, we should dip into the pool of just friends and family, people that we already have an amazing rapport with that probably have already done either the current show or the name. Of a show that shall not be named, but uh, I
0: don't
2: know if that's the right take because, like, clearly people want to put asses in the seats with big guests at the same time. I can't find the balance, so I don't know yeah, I think, I think I
0: think the, the exact move is to have a perfect balance of those two. You have to do you know, book some big names, book some new people who have never been on the show to expose it to a new audience, but you also need to reward the, the listener and the fan who love a, a repeating guest, you know, like a Nomi Fry or somebody like that, that right. you know will just deliver every time instead of taking the risk of booking a big celeb or a big name who might be the most boring two hours of your life listening to that pod.
2: Right. And naturally, the best situation is to have famous people who are your friends. You know, obviously, yeah. not everyone It could be um, as blessed as uh, Chris Black. Hey, hey! Look. I, I right, well, I maybe we
0: can do a trade. How? What? How many like New Ooh, Yorker? Exact. How many New Yorker people do you want for a Jonah Hill? <laughs>
2: whoa, 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 whoa! Listen, motherfucker. I don't need any New Yorker motherfuckers on my pod right now. The New Yorker is currently writing a profile on James and I, so I'm good in that category.
0: Um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Paris Review. So, what can I do for you? What do you, who's
1: writing a profile on you? You got to give me more on, you can't just throw that in passing. Well, we were talking
2: about it last night because the the
1: reporter was nice enough to come into our live Zoom
2: 4D experiential 360 degree throwing fits fucking experiential activation. Uh, You guys weren't there, you missed it. It was very cool.
1: Um so you're yeah. telling me a reporter from the New Yorker is writing about yeah, a it's sis- an online
2: story. It's an online story. It's it's not gonna be in print. Everyone fucking relax, digital only. But yeah. What well,
1: started- no, that's, no, that's still amazing. Are you kidding me? I'm jealous. Oh, bro, that,
2: why why the fuck do you think I'm mentioning it on this fucking esoteric highbrow podcast?
1: <laughs>
2: what is this? Please, is the, uh, please, can I have some clout? Chris. What is, please, wh- what is the wh-
1: what is the angle of this story? Like Two idiots talk to other idiots and it, well, it's popular? Well,
2: Chris, Chris, if you think I'm going to give away the whole story on your fucking podcast, <laughs> you're First crazy. of all, Lawrence,
1: Lawrence, your listeners, first of all, don't know what the New Yorker is. And second of all, <laughs> spend their whole allowance subscribing to your podcast. So they, can't well, listen, they can't even pay for the digital subscriptions the New Yorker.
2: And so so I very much hope that the article is not paywalled. I really hope that it can get out there.
0: They, they, it, they know yeah, what the New Yorker is. I want as many is. eyeballs
2: on this as possible. I want as many eyeballs on this as possible. This is uh, this could be my big big guys. I'm really looking forward to well, it. Well, I'm know proud know
0: of I'm you. Saying? That's that's a big accomplishment. No, it's, and no, and that's Chris incredible. and I are quite oh, jealous guys, of that. And, and congratulations. Yeah.
2: Can I ask you guys a question? So, so you guys are now on Anchor. Like this thing is making money. Like I'm helping out because I want to help you guys. Like you have helped me, right? So I'm hoping I'm putting money in your pocket
0: right now. You are your um, your uh, your name being attached to this podcast now. <laughs> we're going. We're moving the decimal point in the in the digital wallet a few clicks to the right. That's for sure. Do we have I, any ad reads today, Chris?
1: Uh, yeah. Yes, we do. Um, we do have a business relationship with both Anchor and Spotify. Um, shout out to the plug. Uh, <laughs> they they are showing love to us because the show is growing uh, very For quickly. Sure. Um, and I think that most of the shows they work with are actually good, so that helps.
2: So you guys work with Armand at at Anchor, right?
1: Yes, that's that's my shooter.
2: Okay. So so first of all, I, I've known Armand. The again. And then secondly, uh, Armand, as a ancillary character on Summer House, is really a celebrity in his own right. And I just I know he's going to listen to this and I want to shout him out because he's the man that makes the podcast magic happen. You know what I'm saying? And he deserves his shine. Shout it's, him out! It's, it's, and it's honestly, just... the fact that you guys didn't do it, 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 it's pretty it's pretty fucked up, to be honest, Armand, if you're listening, you know, think about that.
1: I didn't know if Armand wanted to be shouted out. I'm trying to be respectful of his position. You know, I don't oh, want him to look like he's you playing inside man, baseball.
2: You don't know if the man who was dating a Bravo celebrity wanted to be shouted out? Come on, bro. <laughs> I don't I don't wanna I
1: don't wanna get the I don't wanna get the streets too excited I don't like to reveal upcoming guests. Right, right, but right. since you brought it up, that that bravo celebrity is actually coming on how long? What? Oh, very wow. soon, holy um, shit! Yeah, her, her, and I again, celebrity friends, obviously. So you know, yeah, I just, of course, you know, I banged her line. And she's decided to join us, and we're just going to talk about tennis, really. Um, she's
2: incredible. She yo, she is an amazing player, and I, I just I just like watching her fucking stroke it against Luke. It's powerful, but I can see the finesse and, and the emotion she brings to the game. And you know, honestly, she's fantastic. I love Hannah. Shout her out. I agree. She is gonna be a great guest. I'm happy for you guys. You know, it's funny because I think to myself, I'm like, how are James and Chris doing Reddit
1: advertisements? You
2: know, how are they doing it? And it's because you book people like Hannah.
1: Well, um, well, I mean <laughs> Jason and I doing red advertisements is also, I think, a chance for us to inject our hilarious humor into, you know, a, a an unfunny genre. You know, <laughs> I think that I think the ad, the ad read is where I like to do some of my best work. And I, I think Jason would agree.
2: Yeah, it's like jazz, baby, right? Jazz is very cool right now. Thank you, Virgil Abloh, for that. Like, but really, an ad read...
1: Cast a question Can a question... I need to ask a question about jazz real quick. Has (laughs) anybody, has anybody ever actually listened to Onyx Collective or are they just a streetwear band?
2: Yo, listen, I think the answer to that is is, uh, yes and yes, right, because I think that people listen because they're a cool streetwear band, and I think they have the chops, so it becomes a a virtuous cycle. Pretty much like in rap music, where just because of the world that we live live in, right, you know, this isn't up to the artist, but the personal brand is more important than the artistic output. That's just the truth, right? You know?
1: how, speaking of that how bad does that new drake suck i tell you what man what a Ooh, disappointment bro.
2: yo so here's the problem right this is this is my issue big scorpion isn't out now right uh and uh it's it's not hitting you know and um listen care package i liked right um that had the shit on it that people had wanted on streaming for a long time this shit feels like some weird soundcloud version of that where, um, yeah, like, people wanted to hear the, the joint with Cardi, right? That had been teased out for forever. Like, his verse had leaked, and, and people had, like, the videos that he dropped, like, War, and then whatever the other two, the twofer was, that two-pack ass. It just as a project doesn't hold up, you know? He's going to make money on it and get streams, and it's going to be number one. And there's a couple slaps, like, um, uh, what's the fucking, what's the drill UK one? Uh, not war the
1: other one uh, that shit that? slaps the one with five yes. oh yeah that's five oh yes, Yeah, the one with
2: five oh foreign and Sosa greek i think that that uh, either way that shit fucking rocks dude
1: jason can you call me five oh foreign from here on out please
0: i'm gonna think of a similar but different name <laughs> that's unique for you chris don't worry Thank five you. five oh is a very hard name though
1: I I don't I don't I'm so disappointed with the whole thing and I just feel like it's really the end of an era we've talked about before but I think it's the end of an era I really do I don't unless unless the 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 album he 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 releases in the summer is really something like I think everybody that's not a full just dumb Stan is kind of over it.
2: I agree it's a it's it's finally it's finally come to the tipping point for Drake I think this and it's the sixth record which how symbolic is that. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be his his legacy of cool, even for enlightened bros like myself and CB. Like, it's gonna come down to what the full length project is this summer. Um, yeah, the two C slide didn't help, right? And that's also on this tape, so that was an L for the culture. Um, but uh,
1: <laughs> that was yeah. an L for that was an L for anybody over the age of fourteen, I think
2: yeah so anyway I, here's the thing really the big thing for me is i'm really extremely excited sincerely for whatever whenever the cardi project is coming whether that's whole lot of red or some other you know version you, of you
1: nerd i said this in our newsletter but the only people who like playboy cardi either work at grailed or have five star ratings on Grailed.
2: <laughs> yeah dude uh, i would i would agree only thought leaders right and
1: and um... thought, <laughs> thought leaders guys guys selling bait from their parents house are not thought leaders i like
2: I
0: like Cardi, yeah,
2: yeah. Look guys. at Jason. See, Jason gets it. Jason has a galaxy brain. You know, he gets it. <laughs> Jason
1: thinks he's from the streets, so he thinks it's like cool to like Cardi. But it's it's just it's not. I like
0: guys. I mean, the, the Drake enunciates too clearly. You know, he mm. you know every word he's saying. Cardi is yeah. the exact opposite. You don't know anything he's saying. The less you are able to understand. The slang and the the actual wording the the cooler and better it is.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm I'm with you, Jason. If I'm not on Genius, I I'm, I'm not rock hard. I agree. I need it's to be. True. I need to be. I need to be in the in the weeds with the streets, uh, learning what is the next culture to appropriate. I'm there with you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that if you guys are like you know whatever you don't want to talk about party, are you excited for the young lean? project that's coming out later
1: this who, who, who likes young lean
0: i love young i like young i also lean. like young young lean i've had a soft yes. spot for him for a long he time he
1: did w- didn't he do something under a different name once i really like that i feel like did he do something that's
2: that you just made that up that's not even a real thing that's you just trying to seem too
1: cool for school no no i'm dead serious i thought he did something maybe, that was like under a know. different name or, or with somebody else maybe you might be but thinking like, about
0: little peep chris
1: no, I'm not. That shit is trash. I can't believe that. <laughs> After I, we talked about that on, did we talk about it on the podcast, Jason, about me watching that documentary? We yeah, just talked about that. You did. It's yeah. cr- did you watch like, it,
2: Lawrence? Of course. Of course. Like, are you kidding me? I watched it the day it came out. But
1: like, <laughs> have people, it's like, I, it honestly baffles me because I'm like, this guy is a mall punk, like yeah. upper middle class mall punk. And he's just sad for no reason. And that's the whole story. I don't, well, there's nothing captivating about it.
2: Well, Chris, let me let me. I think you might have even tweeted about this, but but I think that what it all boils down to in his case, and it, this is really the best combo you can ever is that he's hot to achieve is to be hot in indie. When you are hot in indie, you are respected and loved by everyone. Because but I don't. Are, yeah, yeah Chris no, Chris, you're right. To be beautiful and to have quote unquote integrity is truly a divine combination, and he had that. Like I,
1: that's why that's why people listen to this podcast. I agree with yes. you. Yes, I, I see. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I see that. But I just yeah. was shocked because I, I knew a little bit of the music, I guess. But, like, I was literally watching it. Like, this guy's, ho- like, a hot Warped Tour rapper. And people oh, act yeah. like he's he's sent from God to to preach. And I just was so confused.
2: So what's interesting is that the context around, like, how old he was and, and when he was born versus guys like you and me, I think really changes how he's perceived with people who are the same age and people older, right? You and I see Warped Tour as, like, yes, a very fundamental – or that – and that punk punk movement, and you know, even like post hardcore, like the cooler versions of that, right? That was very important and informative to us. But because we like lived it, we can like look back and not only have like, like nostalgia, but the hindsight to be like A, B, C, and D was actually corny when we look back, but it brings us, you know, a fondness that we love versus like a dude like Peep looking. Back, and he might see that how, like, how we see, like, fucking the stone, right? Like, literally, um, even though, like, I don't know if the timing works out exactly. And I think that for him, you know, uh, to the people of his age, they kind of see it the same way, and, and it's not viewed with the same context. Am I making sense? I'm very high right now, so you know, no, that d- no, it,
1: it, it does make sense. I just like, I have a really hard time because I mean, I, I guess if the songs. There are some songs that are, like, undeniably pretty good, I guess. But beyond that, I just don't see the appeal of him. But, yeah, it's an age. It's definitely, like, an age thing. There's no question.
2: And I think that's with Lean, too. Like, I'm not going to pretend, like, I don't stand for people even Lean. But the the Essentials, right? The literally, and this is boomer as fuck, but, like, the Apple Essentials, if you want to, like, discover young, exciting, dynamic music, and I mean that seriously, like, you listen to the best of the best from these kids, like, has been making music like at least it, 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 to the point where it's hit America since like 2013. Like, that's a long time to have shit out there. And there is a lot of amazing stuff that I kind of like am not rediscovering necessarily because, like, yeah, I read Pitchfork. Like, they have talked about this shit in the moment, but I don't know. It just, uh, it maybe it's hitting different in quarantine, but, but these guys were, were not dog shit. <laughs> to be very clear, they were solid. I mean,
1: I, I'm not saying they're dog shit. I'm just saying it's, it's like, I think that the, like everything else in this world, the music is secondary, and that bothers me sometimes. That's all. Well,
2: Christopher, well, Christopher, when you approach this from your your kind of innate dismissiveness, you know, it just it just hurts art and culture as a whole. So maybe think about that. You know, just one time. That's
0: all. <laughs> There's a uh, lot of growth on this episode today, guys. I like it so I, far. This is therapy. Bro. I love
1: thinking about this stuff. is a
2: voice session. This is therapy, man. So, yeah, Larry, too, especially when I, when I drink and smoke.
0: Do you normally, are you normally chiefing on the pod, or is, is this a, a rare thing for you?
2: Well, that's a, that's a new thing, and I don't know if it's making the content better or worse. Like, for example, I'm going to listen back to this whenever it comes out. And I probably won't be high to listen to it. Mm -hmm. And I hope that I like what I hear because with the podcast currently, for me, it's pretty hit or miss, right? So we put out a free episode that's me typically sober and then behind the paywall for the remaining of the episode, like, you know, you can see the kind of descent into madness. And Mm -hmm. for me, I don't know, it's a bit hit or miss, you know, so... I just want to be better, right, to Chris's point about self-improvement. You know, I, I, I'm i in the lab, dude. You know, I watch Game tape. You know, I'm like Jordan in that sense. man. I'm all about improving my craft and being the greatest of all time. Because, you know, that to me is important. And I think you guys can agree, you know,
1: as true, yeah. true gamesmen, you know, as J- sportsmen. Jason, are you high when we do the pod?
0: No, but sometimes I think about it. But, you know, you take a risk because you can really – say some amazing hilarious insightful funny things whatever or you might just throw up throw up some goose eggs and it's a and it's a dud
2: yeah i mean you don't want to be out here like actively bricking consistently you know again there are going to be ups and downs and you're going to try to like you know learn from your mistakes but but uh, yeah, I mean, listen. Honestly, should I chill out? Absolutely. Am I going to? Probably not.
0: Larry, what um, what have you? You like to go back and analyze the the game tape and and see where you can fix, you know, or improve. What are some some changes that you've implemented or some things that you've improved on over the last year?
2: Well, I don't think I made any improvement in the last year, but just like generally speaking, <laughs> okay. um, as far as like slow burn type shit, mm-hmm. um. It's it's. I think there is a confidence level that is necessary in doing this earnestly week in and week out, like we do. And I'm not bullshitting right now, right? Like the fact that there are so many podcasts now, and to be honest, and you guys might disagree, there's so many really good podcasts. Like yeah. so, for me, you what? know, the no, world. there's Joe,
1: do- there's Joe Budden, and How Long Gone. I don't even know <laughs> other po- I don't even know other podcasts.
2: Okay, well, well, I view both of those. This dog shit so i have a different perspective but 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 the point the point that i'm trying to make is that like you know you can't take this opportunity for granted right the fact that there are people that are not famous even remotely like me and you guys that can do this and do it well and do it successfully i don't take that for granted Mm -hmm. um so the biggest thing that i think you know since you guys have been doing this since forever i think jay and probably the longest of really anyone I know. Just a shout out, Tall Tales, which was uh, definitely one thousand percent before its time. Um, I think that you know the big thing for me is you have to believe your own bull- bullshit to some degree, right? It, it does take some level of delusional self confidence to continue to do this week in week out, knowing that. There are people that think what you have to say has any type of value, whether it's educational or on an entertainment, you mm-hmm. know, type level, or even just from a humorous standpoint, right? And and hopefully, you know, you combine all of these things like, you know, when's this gone and throwing
0: fits. <laughs> so confidence or and a little narcissism as well, maybe.
2: Sure, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you were to talk to my wife, like you know podcasting has only maybe again encouraged my worst impulses i've mentioned that already but um you know you can only hope to to do your best to, to balance these things and not you know become the character that you're maybe playing and then mm. to also know when to like, well
1: if that's the case and have a moment of sincerity you're fucked because you've definitely become the character you're playing
2: i mean maybe when i'm doing this right now but i like to think that regardless even if I do, again, lose the plot to some degree. I try to be honest and sincere, even if, you know, it it takes a while to get to that point. Because, you know, again, I respect the time of the audience, you know. And like I said to you guys, I respect the sanctity of the format. That's all. (laughs)
0: Um, So you, you have been quarantined with your wife, correct? That is correct. What, um... Do you have some relationship advice for us or, or listeners, you know, how to, how to keep a healthy and strong marriage going during the core?
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Other than, uh, I mean, it's not easy, you know?
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. Besides that. Um, I don't know. I think it's, you gotta, you gotta continue to be, um, as thoughtful as ever. Like you gotta be diligent in that respect. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that people can get caught in routine, I um, in any in any relationship that I think has been established past a certain point, regardless of what is happening, you know, in the world around you, that yeah. just happens. Right. You get into patterns of routine. And when you do that, you sometimes can, like, you know, you know, miss the fork for the trees or whatever and forget that, like, they're you know, this is still somebody who, you know, you have to be you know, thoughtfully available for, you can't just fall into a vicious cycle of podcasting gaming and, you know, <laughs> tweeting about and, and, and tweeting tapes, right. You need to need to remember what the fuck is going on. So, so for me, really Jason, it's thoughtfulness mm-hmm. has to be paramount uh, for you to even like potentially build off this moment and come out a stronger couple, you know, once mm-hmm. this is
1: all over. Great answer you know what I, let me just follow that up but i cannot wait for this shit to be over
2: yes yes 100 percent. this sucks dick dude i hate this
1: are you seeing <laughs> are you are you safely seeing your boys
2: no um <laughs> it sucks uh, uh i had i actually a uh, homie who i'm not gonna name was like hey like i'm thinking of having people over yesterday um and i was like Phew. you know because you guys know like you could you could you can't practice Safe social distancing, even at like the nicest crib of your, you know, most popping homie in New York, like it's not possible. So that was the past for me.
0: Yeah, that's something that, that can problem. only really um, happen know. in L.A.
2: Sure, exactly, and and that, and yeah, I got homies in L.A. like uh that are that are definitely safely seeing the boys and quarantining with their friends and, and uh you know living as best of a life as he possibly can. I don't, you know, feel like I'm doing that, which you know I get it though. It's a uh, this is, listen, guys. Extenuating circumstances. This is unprecedented. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm.
0: I know that there's oh. there's nowhere, no way for us to know uh, when this is going to be over. But what is your what is your personal prediction?
2: Well, I t- you know, listen. I didn't come on this podcast to just read back my banger tweets. By the way, follow me at. <laughs> I'll. Uh, okay, but um, I did. I note No to that, um, mute that um, out. Did, yeah yeah please 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 bleep that and i'll do it in the plug section sorry i forgot that i wasn't a professional for one second
1: um there are rules here okay
2: yes yes and again you know we don't make the rules but we try to enforce them to the best of our ability as protectors of the realm of podcasting um what am i going to do when i get up i tweeted what i know is going to happen i'm going to literally die from a drug overdose
1: that's what's going to happen I'm Look, gonna, I know people. I know people right now that have done coke this week in quarantine. That's
2: insanity <sighs> and terrible, and it is, it is, it is not retweets are not endorsements on that one. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, dude. I'm gonna. I know myself, and I know I'm. I'm itching to get out of here. You know, I got too much pent up energy that I don't even know if you know doing the Chris Black fucking you know yoga routine would help, but. Either way, uh, I'm gonna get out. I'm about to go fucking Hammerstein Ballroom, and it's gonna be a
1: disaster.
0: What I'm that, saying, but I'm asking you, when, when do you think it's gonna happen? What, nah, nah, we
1: don't. What, we know when? What when, do. when are
0: you gonna walk back into your Grail cubicle and? Oh,
2: when? 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 Well, first of all, bitch, it's an open concept floor,
1: plan, <laughs> so suck my well, dick. It probably won't be after this shit because uh, the mouth breathers that work there definitely. Have R- no, R.I.P. No open
0: questions. open floor format concepts. Jeez.
2: Dan, has anyone ever told you guys that you're
1: really disrespectful?
0: What? Me? <laughs> never. I would never. Uh, I would
1: never. I just um, call, call him like I see him. You
2: we know? think
0: in October, yeah, yeah.
1: Larry?
2: Yeah, when? So when? Um, you know, I have a healthy distrust for any optimism around this thing because yeah. this is uh, pure insanity. I'm going to say, I would say the over-under, the real line is September, and for me, Knowing, it, like, if I was trying to win a bet, yes, I would say yes. It's gonna. I'm gonna take the over, and uh, yes, yeah, so October or late. You, you,
1: yeah. you think you're not gonna go back to work till October? Is what you're saying?
2: Well, I definitely think that that um, you know offices, if we're talking about work, are going to reintroduce people and in shifts slowly but surely, and that is not normal, and that's not even something that. Like I feel like anyone has really dealt with before. So again, I'm still thinking l- later in the fall.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds, yeah. that sounds like a safe bet. October Wait. is the next time Chris is going to set foot in that Uniqlo store.
2: Yo, it's, ah. it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's crazy to me, Chris, how much traveling are you doing? How, 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 how much disregard do you have for humanity? I'm just curious. How much, what am I doing? How much traveling are you doing? Disregard for humanity. He's not doing I've Zero. Done.
1: No, I've done none, dude. I'm, really? I'm in, no I've been in Montreal for eight weeks almost. Like yeah, I haven't no I haven't oh, you're,
2: Okay, so you haven't been back, got it. No, okay, because okay, well man, the well I, just, honestly i didn't do my research I'm not, I'm not gonna lie i didn't do my research that was a that was a bold-faced claim to try to do a little gotcha
1: moment you know just on your own podcast first uh, of all yeah, okay. everybody <laughs> everybody that listens to this podcast knows i only care about myself so that wouldn't sure. have been a surprise well, sure. in
0: sure. your defense chris is such a jet setter he's always catching yes, flights. That's so thing. it was yes. it is normal to think that he would still be traveling
2: I assumed I assumed that the narcissistic jet setter would be spreading his filth across this great nation <laughs> and other nations as well. I was under the impression that you were going back and forth responsibly from New York to Montreal, but you're still in Montreal. That's great, man. Well thank, the, you. The, I, well, thank, you, thank you for your service, buddy.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thank you. No hey, no problem. I think that if that well, I did realize in the last couple of weeks that there there are no flights anyway. So I would have to drive. Um if I was going to go anywhere, there because no the, borders are, the borders are closed, you know? So, yeah. would, um, that part is unfortunate because I hate being in the car for more
0: than a couple hours, you know,
2: would you guys mind if I come put Chris on the spot again? I have a question for Chris. Um, Jason, you allow? will you allow it?
0: Please go ahead.
2: Chris. So I don't know if you've seen this take. Um, but, but, uh, there's this, uh, there's a, an opinion out there that if you left New York, Dur- during quarantine and you didn't stand with the city in solidarity mm. you're a bit of a bitch-ass motherfucker who's not a new yorker what do you think about that I,
1: i'm 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 not gonna apologize for not being broke sorry i i don't <laughs> think i don't think that i mean bro, i i just don't why would i stay somewhere that's worse for me if i have a better option that doesn't that's no not that's broken. fair but yeah, right. I do. I have said this before, and I actually believe this. I do feel like I'm missing out on something in some ways, even though it's bad, because I do think it's unprecedented to see the city this way. And I do wish I could at least do that for maybe selfish reasons, but it'd be interesting to see it.
2: Sure. sure. People forget that that, that the richest 1% are not a monolith, right? There is nuanced emotional work that goes into these decisions. And yes, Chris... I understand that you are able to pay your rent in bounce, so I get that. Because yes, I am sure that there is a good portion of the people who are complaining about the very thing I brought up are basically because they're <laughs> butt hurt, they have to stay put and pay the rent.
1: Well, no one likes to talk about New York more than people from New York, you know. So, sure. I, I, I of let, let people know. and I look, I I'm, I've never been away this long ever. I don't think. I think this is actually the longest ever extent since I've moved there like eleven years ago that I've been away. And I tell you what, I miss it. What
2: uh, Have you heard the uh, clapping at 7 p.m.? Did they do that before you left? And, like, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, I think it's totally pointless, and people get mad when I say that, but it doesn't do any good except make the people that clapping feel better.
2: It's, it's, it's literally, like, you're, it's it's neoliberal thoughts and prayers, is what you're saying.
1: Yes, and people get so mad, like, I'm heartless, but it's like, just donate money, you don't clap, who gives a shit? That doesn't do any yeah. good. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> All right.
1: and And That's to be fair... fair my mother and sister both work in healthcare. Right. So does my brother in law. Yes. And I think they would much rather have a mask than like somebody yeah. they don't know clapping for them. It just seems unnecessary to me. Right. But I also, the other stance I hear on it is that it's like a community building thing, which is something I've never cared about in my life, but I understand that people do.
2: Yeah. What's really funny about that is uh, Chris Black mentioning that his mom and his sister are uh, healthcare workers is the same thing as uh, oh i have a black friend you know that's the same thing frontline <laughs> I mean, workers so i salute that's great logic dude I salute that
1: <laughs> i'm just saying i hear about it i hear about it firsthand and they also live in atlanta where everybody's gonna die so it's even sure. worse you know what i mean it's even the, worse the, for them.
2: the, the bigger things for me and all jokes aside real shit like yo the fact that your parents and your family right that you love and care about is right now at ground zero of the fucking bozo pandemic they need to leave <laughs> They need to get out of the state, dude. You need
1: to tell them to. Nah, no, I, I've talked to some people on the inside and apparently like in the actual city of Atlanta, people aren't going so wild. Like it's like when you think of a state, you know, it's like when you go to L.A., people are behaving. You go to Huntington Beach, they're, they're, they're out with guns. Hey, sure, take
0: it easy. Take it easy. Hey, take
1: it easy. But, but Rest. you know, from what I've heard, it's pretty reasonable. I and mean, like I mean, of course, people are in parks and shit like you see everywhere. But like overall, yeah. it's pretty reasonable from what I've been told.
2: Yeah, I expected people to be going buck and buckhead. I mean, it's called buckhead for a reason. But like, you know, I think the same thing applies to all the, you know, all the shit with what's happening what in the West Village this weekend. You know, there was huge snitch energy around that. Like, I that hate was, the snitching, was, bro. I yeah. hate the
1: snitching. We talked yeah. about it on the fucking intro. Like, are you a snitch? I could see you snitching.
2: Me, bro? Do I look like
1: Sean King? I'm a snitch, dude. Get ah! out of here, mom. <laughs> <laughs> what so is Sean King I thought Sean King was canceled. I don't really get it. Bro, cancel culture is not
2: real, man. Okay. Um I ordered the Louis CK comedy special. It happens,
1: you know, like, you know. Wow. You know the the hosts of this podcast have seen that special. Um and yeah. I got to say I barely cracked a smile.
2: Uh yes, yeah, it's not it's, uh, it's 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 not up to it's not up to snuff, but um you know, I guess my thing is like if you're a fan of Louis you're going to like it. And uh, there's way better stuff to consume during quarantine. That's just like the brass tax truth. There's better shit to pay for. But at the same time, you know, if you like what you like, you like what you like. I'm but do not going to tell you. But
1: you do know. you think people are also, I mean, I think a lot of people are 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 paying for that because they are interested just to see what it is. I don't know if they even expect to laugh. Right. Does that make sense? Like, Oh,
2: yeah, for sure. I think that that's, um, that's like virtue sing- signaling, right? Like, yeah, I'm going to pay the money so that I can fucking destroy destroy this. Like, you know, what are you doing here? Don't pay the money. You know, I don't know. Maybe if you feel you have some type of obligation to society, um, I would tell you that you're insane, but, like, who am I to stop you from doing what you see you know, see as run. So, my thing is this, again, and Chris, will agree with me. Just watch Supersonic on Netflix. Like, what do you, like, just, that's right there, you know? That doesn't cost any money, and that shit is
1: is is, is, is funnier, to be honest. Oh, it's way funnier. That's a classic. That's a cinematic brilliance. That's Oscar... How many times have either of you guys seen it? I've I actually only, I don't watch things more than once or twice. I've seen what? that I don't I don't I think watching <laughs> things over and over is really weird.
2: Like oh, why would okay. you Where do you, that? Well, I'll explain that, but Jason, how many
0: times have- I'm I'm in the same boat as Chris. I I usually try not to repeat because, you know, there mm. there's, there's an infinite amount of TV, movies, books out there. I'm never going to read all of them, so I'm I'm uh, wasting time if I'm repeating.
2: Which, which is funny because I feel the same way, but different, right? There's so much stuff out there. I'm never going to get it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You think so? I love the comfort and the joy I get when I return to things I know make my fucking dick move six to midnight. Right. And I will say that in a, in a time that we're living in right now where, you know, every, you know, every moment of existence the cruising altitude is, is just anxiety-ridden that I find comfort in returning to my favorite books, my favorite TV shows, definitely my favorite music more than anything else. And, you know, uh, movies, everything. And, and personally no, – music,
1: um music I only listen to old – like that's all I like. But for some reason with movies right. and TV, I have no interest in, in doing that. I mean I never watched things twice.
2: Um, well, I watched super sonic for the third time maybe like a week ago um and i was just like it's just so awesome and that's why like i know i'm gonna even watch it again probably you know a year from now you know not like tomorrow but um yeah i don't know it just uh that it's almost like comfort food in a way and then when the product itself like to me at least has some type of higher artistic or cultural aesthetic value, then like, I still feel good. Like I don't feel guilty. It doesn't feel like a guilty pleasure as much as I'm still doing the kind of right thing for my extremely normally smooth brain.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Very smooth. Um, Have have you guys, uh, have you guys seen an increase in your digital begging uh, ducats because of this quarantine?
2: Well, here's the thing, man. I don't know if you guys have seen this because you started your podcast after quarantine. It seemed like a bunch of fucking carpet daggers. But if you were in the podcast game from Jump, like a like a true warrior, um, you would know that, yo, from what I've seen across the board, you know, I got a lot of friends in the industry, boys. I'm connected, right? I don't fuck around when it comes to the podcasting shit. Uh, things, downloads in general are, are down 25% across the board because commuting... Mm-hmm. is where clearly unbeknownst to me one-fourth of all podcast listening happens that's well, look, insane. i've, I've, I've read this, about that
1: i've read the stats but some podcasts we we don't suffer from that same you know we're not we're yeah, not seeing that so i that's yeah. what i was asking i don't know yeah
2: it's yeah i guess when you're at rock bottom you can't go any and look like, <laughs> like, um, exactly
0: exactly <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Did, but
1: have you actually not seen an increase in in paying subscriptions
2: Oh, let me explain how Patreon works to you guys, right? So, like, when it comes to your payment method for, you know, when you're doing the digital pen handling and you're trying to get people in the door, you can defer payment or you can ask for payment up front. Now, originally, James and I just stupidly had, I believe, what is the, the you know, initial setting of deferred payment set up. So we realized first and foremost that that needed to change immediately. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So what we've been seeing now uh, since we've, we've been on Patreon is that there's always going to be an exodus at the end of the month because people sign up just for Chris Black Part 2.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then Jimmy and Larry make Chris Black part two free. Oh no. And then they get really sad and angry because why weren't Jimmy and Larry thinking about me and what I do and just me. So I fucking bounce and that happens. Right. So, you know, you get some of that and then what you do is on the first of the month, you you make up what you lost and you hope to get over the hump. Now, at least for what we do, we don't do a ton of marketing. You know, I wish that we could have a fucking New Yorker profile every fucking month, but that's not how it works. So, you know, with less people listening in general, that's less people tapped in and helping kind of create the general narrative, um, and community for the show. And that's less people then also sharing it. So, you know, listen, were we on track to go fucking nuclear before this happened? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, truly believe that. I absolutely
0: I don't,
1: I don't
2: doubt laugh, it. I like,
0: don't doubt it. I don't no, doubt it either. No, I don't doubt it either.
2: No, guys, for sure. And the biggest reveal, which I'm—I guess—we're probably going to be done soon, but I'll drop right now for anyone who stayed, dude. We signed with WME. You know, like that really happens. Because- I'm sorry, you signed with what? Yeah, yeah, we signed. With, yeah, we signed with William Morris Endeavor. Yeah, that happened.
1: So did I, might- I? Did I? Wait, oh, I didn't set that up. Okay, I set up a few, but they didn't work out. What do you mean? I, meetings with agents for you. But oh, what, you, you okay, went with, right, sure, sure, yeah. Because yeah. I don't want people— I don't people, want to
2: see my so much of a dick like, you helped. There's, you know people for sure.
1: But so, you, so you're saying that Throwing Fits, the podcast, <laughs> and, is, is currently represented by William Morris Endeavor.
2: Yeah, and that's awesome. And what I believe is happening is because Endeavor is like basically, you know, the first name in podcasting and in talent. I think they just are scooping everyone up. Obviously not you guys because you're not good, but but everyone else is getting. I think you know scooped up and brought brought so in. So are <laughs> they? So <laughs> the
0: family. Are you being represented for live engagements and like or yes. digital experiential yeah, moments like you had yesterday? Well,
2: yeah. So so here's the thing. We'd already been like talking to people about you know live booking because that's the obvious first thing. Like you know, for guys like you, for guys like me that, you know, you've had the opportunity to make a ton of money on just not putting only putting asses in this, but like merch and upselling VIP fucking ticket packages and
0: mm-hmm. all this Yeah,
2: that I never even considered because, you know, I, I'm thinking of myself as myself, but not as some 13 year old with his parents' credit card. Right. You know, the lifeblood of what, you know, <laughs> we do. I know you guys are a bit different, but either way, um, you know, but, but, uh, but yes, they, they, uh, WME has a, has a grand fucking plan about how they can help us. And yo, they fucking, they, you, if you come to us, like, what, what am I supposed to say? No. Are do they, they re- are, but
1: are they, are they taking a percentage of the Patreon though? Is this a full 360? No,
2: they're not. No, no. That's well. Also, uh, by the way, I know we're being recorded. I don't know if I want to talk about
1: any of this. Why? <laughs> we need to know the ins and outs. What the, What do you mean? You come in here, uh-huh. your big old dick and you don't want to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I think no, I think yeah, that no, that sativa is starting to hit in a little bit. He's getting paranoid.
1: yeah, exactly, get a little paranoid. But, but, yeah, I, I, I believe
2: I believe that's called regret, generally speaking. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'll tell you this. No, it's, it's, so I, I would say it, I definitely viewed it in my own mind as a three sixty degree deal. But they're not touching the Patreon; that's separate. They're helping us with booking the show, marketing the show. Uh, uh, you know, when I say is I mean live bookings for us and then even getting talent, which obviously we need help with, you know, there. We need more Jonah Hills. You know, that's the way that the fucking pod gets out there, but mm-hmm. it's all shit like that. You know, I mean, and fucking, I don't know, putting us in touch with fucking guys that do scripted. You know, who knows? You know, maybe mm-hmm. I have a, maybe I have a girls in me, boys. I don't know. You know? <laughs> oh God,
1: I, we already had that, we already had that bad show about making jeans in New York. We don't need another one.
2: First of all, first of all, it wasn't bad. It was terrible. Okay.
1: so
2: <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, listen, listen, man, I just feel blessed. But that happens while in quarantine. Um, because I guess because those dudes have just way more so much time on their hands that they're like, hey, maybe let's uh, reach out to new talent.
0: Well, congratulations! Well, like, you know, that's a, yeah, that's yeah, that's amazing.
1: I, I didn't. It's insane. I mean,
2: it's insane, but it feels good. I, I'm sure James is going to be pissed on talking about this. Baby.
1: Well, I mean, it's not why. That's not that should be public knowledge. That only makes you look good. It's not like it's a fucking secret to get represented.
2: No, for sure. I don't know, man. I want to come on this podcast and I want to have fun with you guys, and I want to I want to be honest and I want to be sincere, but I also don't want to be come off like okay, I don't know if that was like an asshole or thing to or drop, but whatever.
1: Moving on. No, this, no, it's fire. I this is what I want to talk. We talk about the ins and outs of the business. We had Jeremy O'Harris on here explaining to us how you make money on Broadway, like giving us hard numbers of money he's made. Yeah, well
2: what, that's useless information.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's actually interesting though, because that's the, the part I think that's a sector of entertainment that I know the I know the least about that is sure. actually makes a difference. You know what I mean, is actually important and has its own ecosystem. So I was excited to learn about it personally.
2: Yeah, I mean, calling it entertainment, I think, is a stretch in and of itself. But yeah, I'm with you. I know nothing about that world at all.
1: Well, look, I know that you like sports and video games, so I can't expect you to understand theater.
2: Dude, I love sports. You know, I love fucking sports, man. Again, you know, I am an enlightened bro. You know, I trickle up. You guys trickle down. It's different. We meet in the middle. Here we are.
1: <laughs> actually, actually, that you couldn't have said it better. That's fire. I agree.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm fire. You don't need to tell me, Chris. Like, I know. Damn, I don't. What the fuck.
1: I bet your wife is in the other room every day, just really t- deciding whether or not she should leave.
2: She had to buy noise canceling headphones because it was this me talking was ruining our marriage. She's talking, you know, not even, <laughs> yeah. not even, not even podcasting. She's regular, no, no, yeah. regular, yeah, regular day-to-day
1: yeah. stuff. Just regular yeah. day-to-day stuff. I mean,
2: again, like you know, I am a very unique, nuanced person, and I deserve, you know, love
1: and attention as well. I'm not a monster. No, I agree. I know you. Did also you. while we have you, I was gonna ask about, about Gray sure. because I feel like it's yeah. probably doing very well during this time.
2: Yeah, I mean I think well yeah, because you know, when everyone's stimulus checks are hitting, what do you, what the fuck do you think people are? Do you think that anyone who is getting what they think is scare quotes free money for the government, do we think they're spending that rationally or responsibly? Hell no, my No, they gotta they're blow it. Spending- exactly. Blow. Everyone is copying shit and they're There's a whole fucking subset that is the shit they're copying is John's. They're doing that to fill the extra large hole, the extendo hole that is in their soul because of the world we live in now. I mean, think about, yo, bro, this is the insane thing, right? When you think about, how fucking consumers spend spend money to make themselves feel better. Right, the world was terrible politically beforehand. Right, now we are living in a dystopian apocalypse to the point where every day feels like parody. And they have money to burn. What do you think they're going to do? So yes, it's good right now, but you know, I wish that I could stop all these people from spending their money this way.
1: You know, it's the wrong thing to do. Well, <laughs> well we I'm I'm sure you're spending your money stupidly. Oh bro, I am copying the best worst shit of all time. Clothing or just more vape pens?
2: Yes. No, well that's <laughs> no. I have a, I have a weed. Listen, I'm an adult. I have a weed budget, but no, I mean John's. I'm going crazy.
1: Really? I'm I, I don't feel that inspired to shop, to be honest. I, I don't I bought a few things, yeah. but but it's not hitting that hard for me.
2: Well, you're not smoking weed at- Every day in the laboratory, thinking about your swag, research and development. You know, for me, that's my my <laughs> whole life, right? That's what everything I do exists in service of that base instinct, just for me personally. So yeah, I'm going fucking crazy.
0: But also, Chris Chris up. never would post a fit pic, so and he's yeah. in Montreal, yeah. so there isn't really an audience for him to to swag out. Sure.
2: Sure. Chris posts sure. fit pics just you know the fucking uh, attached. Past- the byline of of his column like he still does it it's just you know he uses well lawrence the difference is
1: well i'm not actually posting them to be fair i'm you know i i my editor chooses what he wants to do i don't have much to say in that as as just a contributor
2: you're telling me that your editor (laughs) is that picture for you week in and week out and you're not sending the new one that your girlfriend took the week before (laughs) get the fuck out of here uh
1: I'm just I look I'm just saying I'm not I'm not pressing send on Instagram that's all I'm saying that's all that's
2: totally fine bro listen I know that there are certain people that are built for living in 2020 at the kind of turbo level that I am doing so I don't begrudge you for not doing it I'm just saying
1: catch up baby because you're gonna get fucking left in my wake, dude that's all I don't think we're, we're I think we're riding different waves you know but but still building
2: still still building building, that's all that matters that's all that matters absolutely still
1: building and how how are the um chuck led instagram uh lives going i I feel like they're pretty fun i feel like it's actually really good smart thing to do
2: yeah it's great and i wanted to say uh, thank you very much um for participating in your first one the second one was a bit much and i want to chill moving forward but but either way you know for me It really comes down to that's the community that you want to build, Um, whether or not the times dictate you leaning into that. Right. Like, you know, in a perfect world, this is the kind of stuff that any show does to some level to engage with their fans and have fun and bring friends in and, and create a platform where everyone can fucking bullshit and be themselves and hopefully provide some type of positive energy in a very shitty time. And, you know. We were late to the game, but we're doing them, and I'm very proud of Chuck kind of like taking the lead. Well, do you think, and I appreciate all the homies that have tapped in, like you?
1: But do you think you will continue to do that when this is all over? Or do you think it's like something – it's a it's a Band-Aid for right now?
2: Oh, absolutely. It's done the second this shit lives. You, <laughs> you
1: got to pay for that
2: shit. What are you talking about? You got to pay for it. Come on, bro.
1: Well, sorry. You were talking about all this community building, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought you meant it. but I
2: know. Yeah, dude. I am a hypocrite. Like, I don't know what to tell you, you know? It's uh, it's kind of um, – no, I, it, in all sincerity, I don't know, maybe. It'll be up to Chuck, right? It'll, it'll be up to him because he's the one – who is who is giving the who's committing his time? Right, that's the thing. Gas, yes, you're popping in and out for five minutes, but for Chuck, he's doing like an hour roughly of like you know you're putting yourself out there on the proverbial summer jam screen, and that's not easy. That's that's back to that delusional self confidence that you know you <laughs> need to have, and and Chuck and and, and Chuck is but a mere. You know, naive, beautiful, unjaded, a uh, drop So it's it's been interesting and sure. it's been He's lovely to watch. Guy. Watch He's the perfect
1: uh, guy to send out to the front lines. I, I think what, what
2: God created a perfect angel when he made uh, Carlos Franco. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, all right, Larry. I think we're done. Yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, how do you hope feel? You guys got some good shit.
2: Uh, I feel excited. I feel alive. I feel like I'm about to. I got to do another podcast or something. fuck, man.
1: A like- one man show. Well, I mean, look, I know how it feels um, <laughs> thank you for, for for joining us, Jason. Do you have anything you, for for our, for our humble guests
0: just a just a quick thank you for taking the time to come do the show, buddy oh dude, this is
2: I mean the honor and the privilege is all mine. you know, I love you guys. I love this show i I, I haven't told you this Jason, but when you guys fucking dropped. I was like, I had to hit CB because this is fantastic, and and I wanted the opportunity to tell you guys that you know you're blowing up. That's good, fantastic, well done.
1: Thank you, hey, sir. Man. Thank you, <laughs> and and they can find you on. Uh, tell them where they can find you. This is the plug portion of the show now.
2: Oh, awesome! Yeah, I jumped the gun a bit earlier. Got on bus too soon. Um, follow me on Twitter and IG at sartorily Inc. And um, listen to my podcast that I do with my friend uh, James Harris. That is Throwing Fits, the only podcast that matters. Thank you, boys. I appreciate you. And this was a joy, a true joy.
1: All right. We'll talk Thanks, to you later, later, guys. Thank you so bye. much.
2: Peace.